0: Hey listeners, and welcome to another episode of Love is Everywhere, the podcast, uh, the show where I give comedians assignments of things that are supposed to make you happier, and then I interview them about it, and we find out how it went. Um, today's guest, oh boy, special treat, um, we have Rhea Butcher on today. I am so excited for you to hear this lovely conversation that I had with them. Uh, they're in shows, uh, doing shows here in town just for the weekend, and we were lucky enough to get them on. It was kind of a last-minute booking, so... Uh, For this conversation, I didn't give them an assignment. We just kind of talked generally about self-care, wellness, um, forgiveness. We just really packed it in. Like, honestly, this featured uh, pretty much every category of topic that we generally cover on this podcast. Um, Today, uh, our lovely producer, Matt, is on vacation. So this is just me recording on my own, and I'm the only one here. Uh, So I recorded this on three different devices. Uh, Because I'm very paranoid that I'm not going to do it correctly, but hopefully it's all right. Uh, So if you do notice um, some traffic sounds in the background or difference in the audio quality, that's what's going on there. Um, If you want to go support Ria's work in general, which you absolutely should, uh, they host their own podcast called The Three Swings Podcast. uh, So you have to go and support them there, absolutely. Also, just go check out their stand-up. They're amazing and hilarious. And if you don't know them already, then uh, you're a fool. A fool, I say um and if you want to support this podcast uh you can do things that podcasts like you to do like liking subscribing uh rating shouting loudly out your window at your neighbors about how much you love this podcast uh so if you could go and do all of those things we would greatly appreciate it um, and in the meantime please enjoy this conversation with ria butcher
1: So much for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. So great to be here. Uh we start with an
0: honest how are you. Sure. So how are you for real?
1: Uh my honest how how am I is the coffee's gonna kick in soon. Mm-hmm. I feel a lot better today, uh, physically, just because the time difference, man, it really, you know, the it older I get you. the more it affects me. And uh also just trying to have kindness towards the fact that like yeah, I'm three hours behind yeah. and I can't just like get up at eight. In a new time zone. Yeah, <laughs> it's you got five AM. Be <laughs> easy on yourself a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so um I'm good. I feel good today of like being able to uh nobody called me at six thirty in the morning today. That's good. So I'm pretty excited <laughs> about that. I'm pretty excited about that, but pretty good, yeah. Had some food, had some good coffee, and now I'm here. Good. You know? So yeah. Yeah. How nice about stuff. you? What's your honest how are you?
0: Um I am okay. Yeah. Yep. Like emotionally, I'm feeling really good this week um physically a little burnt out Mm -hmm. i don't know if you heard me talking about this in the green room yesterday but my dog's getting old Mm. and she's got some like kidney stuff sure and she's already very small she's like five Uh pound pomeranian got it so she already peed like 18 million times a day Mm -hmm. but now she's on this thing the last couple weeks where she wakes me up every two hours during the night yeah to take her out so last night she woke me up at 3 a.m., 5 a.m., 7 a.m., and 9 a.m. Wow,
1: that's a lot of peas. That's a lot of peas. That's a lot of waking up.
0: I know, and, like, I leave, a, like, a little, one of those little puppy pee pads sure, yeah. in my room for her, yeah. like, in case of those things, but I think she's embarrassed to go while I'm right. in the room. Sure.
1: Or she's just not used to it, you <laughs> So know?
0: she'd rather wake me up and have me escort her outside.
1: Right. She's like, look, this is what we've done for a long time. Yeah. I'm not going to do this convenient thing. No. I'm gonna go
0: with my tried and true system. (laughs) Sure,
1: this is what we do. I wake you up. We go outside.
0: (laughs) So, haven't been sleeping super well. Sure, I feel that. I feel that it's
1: like having a puppy all over again. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah,
0: she's regressing.
1: (laughs) Sure. Yeah, what happens to us all? Yeah,
0: but other than that, I feel good, and I've had enough coffee that I'm hoping it'll balance out with the lack of sleep.
1: Sure. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it'll get you there.
0: So, usually, uh, I would have given you an assignment, but Mm -hmm. for today's, we're just going to talk generally about wellness, Mm self-care, stuff like that. So, what's your relationship with that kind of stuff as of right now? Um,
1: Well, my relationship to that stuff is um, creating a relationship to that stuff, Yeah, you know, because I think, um, I also think, uh, and obviously the people that listen to your show are thinking about these things, but, um, you know, I I think... Before I really started to work on these things or understand them, my understanding of self-care was like doing what you want when you want it, Yeah, you know, (laughs) which not even really um, consciously is just kind of like, you know, getting my idea of these things from Twitter, which mm -hmm. is not positive, you know. Because um, like sometimes yes, it is just like you know what I want to watch a movie and I want to hang out. Yeah, but, Some, but that's not what than, that's it yeah. with a face mask or whatever. Like that's not <laughs> the only version of self care. You know, yes. sometimes self care for me is going like, what do I need right now? Yeah, like the, as that simple because I will have a tendency to and this this is just as straightforward as it is. Like find what other people need. Without checking in with myself
0: I can very much relate to that Yeah,
1: I mean, I, it's not unique You know, many yeah. people Because you, you get to a point in your life Where you don't even realize that you're doing it mm. It's and just on autopilot it's, Yeah, it's a, it's a mechanism that's been there for a long time And usually those mechanisms um, Started to keep you safe Or mm-hmm. like protect you Or get you through things And then after a while Especially in adulthood They don't work yeah, they, <laughs> they don't cause, serve you anywhere. They wreak havoc with other people. And, uh, you know, it's like this thing called people-pleasing. And often I hear people talk about it. And they're like, I'm such a people-pleaser. And it's almost like, and it, it's, yeah, I'm getting into judgment of it, but it's like the realization that um, who do you think you're pleasing, you yeah. know, like helped me to realize like, oh yeah, I need to know what I need right now. Even if it's like, I think I'm good or... I, need, I just need some water. Or, oh my god, I need to go to the bathroom. It's like, so often water. Shit. Yeah. yeah, usually, nine times out of ten, the answer is water. Yeah, or food. Or food, yeah. I use this uh, acronym called, that someone else gave me, so I didn't come up with this, but none of the things that I'm going to say or anything that I came up with. So I do not think that I'm (laughs) the creator of any of it. Most
0: of the assignments I've given out on this podcast are not things that I've created, so... (laughs) Yeah,
1: I mean, matter is neither created nor destroyed, so none of us are coming up with anything Exactly, we're just pulling things out of the saying it so that maybe somebody can hear it. But, like, I use the acronym HALT whenever. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling a lot of feelings, which is, am I hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? And then it's usually one or all of those things. And so then I just try to, and hungry also, hydrate. So if, you know, if I'm hungry or I need water, I do that thing. If I'm angry, I do something like physical or whatever Mm -hmm. to get it out. Lonely, call somebody tired, try to take a nap. That's like my new, it is very hard for me to nap. That's like my new frontier of like, and the thing is you just do it until you're doing it. But I just can't do it difficult for me to do.
0: Yeah, it's just practice over and over again. Yeah, Yeah. I mean all
1: of it is practice because nobody ever gets so good at this because if you got so good at using that acronym you wouldn't be using it anymore so you wouldn't be doing it. So it's not, there's no end to any of it, you know. I I mean there is an end but that's, you know.
0: I was taught that acronym in a mindfulness class that Mm -hmm. I took Mm -hmm. where they were talking about boredom and how the word bored is so useless to us and doesn't actually describe any of the things that we're actually feeling, right? So they said, anytime you identify yourself as being bored, you probably need one of those four things. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: And I, I, in the last like year or so, have realized like how rarely I feel bored. Feel that it's not a feeling, but feel that you know. Yeah. Um, and something else that I started doing is uh, daily tasks that I really don't want to do. You know, <laughs> um, I time them. So like, if I have a bunch of dishes, and I'm like, you really got to do. And my brain will be like, but there's so many other things we need to do. It's like, I'm not going to do any of those so many things I need to do. I'm not going to sit down and write a script instead of doing the dishes. Yeah, like, you're
0: just going to sit and be overwhelmed the by the pile. Yeah, exactly. exactly.
1: Yeah. Or just sit, you know, and do nothing. So, like, I will set a timer for 10 minutes to wash the dishes, and it's almost always, like, less than half the time. Yeah. Um, so, timers have really helped me a lot because then I started using them because it taught me how quickly I can get these things that are just simple, light like, things that make, do make you feel good on mm-hmm. the other side of it. Um, that then setting a timer to do these other things that I'm like, well, it's kind of, a, you know, like checking the internet. I set a five-minute timer and stick to it. Mm-hmm. And five minutes on the internet is... Kind of all you need. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it really is, it, it, once, once, five minutes, that gets you caught up if you want to be, and then you're like, all right, I'm going to go do some other shit. Yeah, and um, everything
0: after five minutes is not helpful to you. No, do. it's the
1: same five minutes over Yeah, exactly.
0: Party. You're just repeating, mm-hmm. the, yeah, and inviting more toxic stuff of the sure. internet into your mind.
1: Yeah.
0: Five minutes is all you need to actually check on the, like, do I need to get back to anybody on yeah. something? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: communication.
0: -hmm. Yeah, I think that timer idea is a really good idea because I think we, with little things like you know messy environment, pile of dishes and Mm -hmm. stuff, we let ourselves get more overwhelmed with that stuff than what is actually justified. Yeah, right. We see it as being a larger task. Yeah. I remember. I can't remember where I read this, but um, basically it said that anything that you don't do in the moment you're supposed to do it your Mm -hmm. brain categorizes it as a much larger task going forward. Mm -hmm. So if you, for example, like put something down where it doesn't belong, like Mm -hmm. put uh, your clothing over the chair instead of hanging it up or putting it in the laundry basket, your brain categorizes the clothing that's on the chair as being a much larger task to deal with. Yeah. And it like stores it in a different category of your brain. Wild. So uh, I've been trying to remind myself like it's an easier thing if I just do it now. If I
1: just do it now. Yeah. Yeah, and you can do it in small increments. You know, you don't have to do the whole thing mm. right away. You can just do part of it, and doing part of it tends to open up, you know, yeah. to the other things.
0: I find I'm a person who gets very easily overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I have trouble just looking at one thing at a time. Sure. I see the entire list of things that need to be done or accomplished mm-hmm. all at once. Sure, and I have trouble breaking it up. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to focus on that of like. Just do one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Like, if all you do today yep. is this one thing, that's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, And uh, trying to give myself sm- smaller goals. Sure, yeah. Uh, <laughs> because it means that I'll actually achieve them. Yeah, you'll get them done.
1: Yeah. And those smaller goals, like things like doing the dishes, or like I make my bed every day.
0: Yeah, that's a big one. I've done that's, that yeah. as an assignment on this show. Yeah, <laughs> and it
1: like it goes. just sets a tone that I just didn't realize. You know, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize until I did it and continue to do it. Like, I don't really, you know, I'm staying in a hotel. Mm-hmm. And I stay in a hotel when I go to work. And um, I very rarely use the housekeeping just because, I mean, I like to tip housekeeping. Don't get me wrong. But I just don't need new towels. Yeah. for two days. I don't need, usually I just need new coffee, whatever, mm-hmm. you know? And um, so I like make my bed at a hotel too. Cause I used to be like, Oh cool. I can have somebody else do it. They do such a great job. Mm-hmm. But like just making your bed and realizing like, Oh, I just do this in the morning and you just fit it into, it sets a completely different tone for your day. Yes. And one time I, I was like really losing it. Just like having a day with emotions and and feelings and stuff. And I called a friend and, uh, you know, I just was like, I, you know, he was being very there for me. And then he goes, well, let me ask you this. Did you make your bed? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, well, it seems like an all right day. Yeah. And it seems it can feel dismissive or sound dismissive, but the reality was somebody was able to like, give me the space to, to like reach out to another human being put my feelings out there not manage them not yeah. tell me anything about the feelings just be understanding that like sounds like you're going through a lot you know something's very simple like that and then go like hey but did you do this really simple thing like sounds like you're doing okay yeah and a good reminder that like yeah you are and it doesn't mean that those feelings that I'm having don't matter it's just that they're not what's actually happening yeah you know which is like a good reminder and what a lot of self care and mindfulness is supposed to do. You know yeah, is just
0: ground you in the moment that's actually happening.
1: Right. Yeah. Because it's the only one that you have. Exactly. You, know, you can't there's no um there's this phrase that's helped me out a lot, which is uh depression is worry about the past and anxiety is worry about the future. Yeah. So I've gotten out of both of those things quite a bit in realizing that like, oh yeah, there's no I there is no time like the present. There literally isn't. yeah
0: <laughs> you know? and, uh, like, uh, the past and the future, in this moment, neither of them exist. No. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is kind of crazy to wrap sure. our mind around. But It
1: is. But the problem is that we wrap our minds around this stuff. Yeah. We have these minds, we have these brains that are, like, that function on this level way beyond what any of us need. Because yeah. we are just animals, you know? We're animals... With brains that can that conceptualize a fourth dimension. Yeah. It's a lot of information. It's a lot. To deal with. You and know? our
0: brains are built for survival in yes. a world that we don't currently live in. Right. So all of these mechanisms are mm-hmm. all designed to protect us. Mm-hmm. And like that's a, a difficult thing to absorb as well as realizing even the parts of yourself and mental health and things like that that mm-hmm. are... Not maybe serving you in the moment; they're trying to.
1: Oh yeah, so It's seems like anxiety. Being are trying to protect. Kind you. to those things. Yeah. You know? Um, like they're like little they're guard dogs that don't realize that there's no threat.
0: Yeah, you know, I've uh, described anxiety before as being like, like somebody who works for me. Mm-hmm. Like my body's a business, mm-hmm. and anxiety is somebody who works for this business, mm-hmm. and they're like a real keener employee, and they sure. just really want a task. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't have anything legitimate for them to do. You? So they're just like, well, I'll keep busy. I'll just, like, <laughs> sure. rifle through this box of embarrassing Good. memories from your childhood. You yeah, know? Let's, like, find let's, let's find it. Let's find some stuff. Like, yeah. I just want a job. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's just kind of like having to talk to anxiety, talk to that employee and be like, mm-hmm. take the day off. Sure <laughs> like, you <can. laughs> use your vacation time. Yeah, we man. don't need you in today. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's hard. Yeah, yeah. it
1: is. It's, I mean, it's practice. Like you said, it's practice. Mm-hmm. And nobody is doing it perfectly.
0: No. Nobody.
1: the be- the best people I found to listen to about this stuff are the people who don't. Um, if anybody's telling you that they've got the, all the secrets and they know the whole thing, and that's they, not they, something they're, to they're trust. not somebody that you want to go. And you might learn th- some things from them, but yeah, yeah trust is is the thing. It's but
0: like, it, yeah, we're all human, and right. so like anybody who actually has roots in yes. this kind of stuff knows that this is an ongoing thing that you're going to like mm-hmm. succeed at and fail at sure, all yeah. the time.
1: And um, if they're not being vulnerable about... Failure is a, hard, a big word, but, like, vulnerable about ways in which they didn't do it, you know, like, learning from those things and talking about failures, or for lack of a better word, um, if someone isn't being vulnerable, then they're not... That's, that's not the place to put all of your chips. And I just found you don't put everything all in one basket anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole thing... All of this stuff is here... For us to, you know, like, um, I listened, I've, I'm in the middle of listening to a podcast because, just because it's not, it's like what people think is bad, so I was like, alright, I'll just listen to it. And there's been some stuff in there that I'm like, oh, this is a good point. Yeah. Glad I heard that. And it's not, the the points that I'm <laughs> hearing are not bad things that are, it's just like, you know, we can get, there, there are ways in which we can get, um. Teaching from literally anybody. Yes, you know, and the point is not to be a teacher; it is to be taught yeah. continually. Um, somebody that I really love and admire gave me this book um, the other day. It's called uh, "Tattoos on the Heart" I heard of it. by Father Gregory Boyle. He's a Jesuit priest who started uh, Homeboy Industries, which is uh, Southern Kids in LA, and uh, it's been around for like thirty years. It's a nonprofit, and the the he Jesuit priest he became the priest of this uh, Dolores Mission, which was situated right in between the the largest projects in LA, which also happened to be like gang central in the late 80s, early 90s, mm-hmm. which was also like the peak of like gang violence and stuff. And um, so he created this nonprofit for, like, outreach and essentially recovery uh, for gang members, not gangs, but gang members, you know, and um, his, uh, it's all about, like, learning compassion and kindness and um, helping other people and seeing ourselves as one as opposed to, like, I've got a message and I'm going to carry it or Mm -hmm. I'm going to fix this person, I'm going to fix this problem and, like, not looking at people as problems but as people, you know, and, like, it is, helping individual people who want to be helped you know and uh that has really and he talks a lot about like ways in which he approached people and situations that were now he goes like i can't believe this is you know but you have to have that vulnerability and i think it's especially with like the internet and the sort of public nature of our lives how they are now it's so easy to think that like spilling your guts is vulnerability i certainly have felt that you know believed that to be true but it isn't you know it's not the same thing thing at all (laughs) like vulnerability has to be cultivated Mm. it can't just be like vomited you know and it's difficult what was the name of that book again uh the book is called tattoos on the heart and then he has another book which i have not yet read called barking to the choir I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, they're great, and I they're short. They're short books. They're like 250 pages. Love it. So easy reads. I mean, easy reads in length, but um, not easy reads because it's a lot. I mean, there's he's yeah, lost easy. a lot of people, you know, and like, but it isn't about saving everybody. Yeah. I mean, one of his biggest things that that is sticking with me is like because he talked about he kind of talks about self care and and, and poo poos it in a similar way. Not not that I wasn't <laughs> poo-pooing it, it's just like I I feel as though he's poo pooing the whole what we were talking about. The like yeah. I gotta go and he talks about it. He's like if if you are if you are like burnt out, uh then then the work is about you. It's not about the work, you know? Yeah. Um and so it's one thing to be exhausted. Like it's good to be exhausted after you've done like work. But to be burnt out and, like, um, just, like, have nothing left is not... Then then, then the work is about you. And I have just found that has really stuck with me lately. That, like, um, once you stop thinking that you're going to, like, save people or rescue them, you yeah. know, then, like, then you're able to actually do the work. Because it is the this whole thing, this, like, whole thing that we're all... And the thing is, like, we, we've we all always been going through all of this. We just don't think so because we have right now. And we think now is the only time. And it We yeah. I mean, were just <laughs> saying that. But at the same time, if you look, it is not as though, like, we, we talk about everybody's killing each other. It's like, dude, it has been way worse. Yeah. You know? And I'm not saying it's not bad. What I'm saying is, like, humanity has been humanity and continues to be humanity. Yeah,
0: exactly. You know?
1: And the the journey is not well, I don't know because it's so bad, you know? The mm-hmm. journey is, like, how are we all in this together?
0: I think we also just have an instinct to focus on what is negative or mm-hmm. oh, yeah. where we are failing. Right. So we look at that in ourselves, in our own mm-hmm. individual lives, and also, like, us as a culture, we can only see the problems. Sure. And, of course, it's, like, very necessary to be looking at where those problems are. Of course. Because that's the only way that we get anything to change. Well, you can't
1: ignore it.
0: But you also can't ignore the progress
1: that's being made or joy or Or happiness or anything because then you are literally ignoring joy so what are you working towards yeah because I see and I have experienced it myself where like the only thing you're looking at is the the way that somebody doesn't do something right or think about something the right way and then they do or don't and then you have nothing there's nothing there you know so like you have to cultivate the the joy and the happiness Mm -hmm. Because I mean also people don't want to listen to somebody that's mad at them all the time. Yeah. Or mad in general. Like I don't want to listen to people that are mad all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and and also I can't uh, I can't expect somebody else to listen to me if I'm not listening to them. Yeah. And and we talk about us and them all the time and there is no us in them. It's only us. Yeah. It's truly it. We're all one thing. We are all one thing. Yeah. As much as we all don't want to admit it and go like, well, but they're bad. And it's like there's nobody that's Truly evil. No. That's the Greg Boyle's other thing. It's like, there are evil things, there are bad things that people do, but Mm -hmm. everyone, every person is basically good. Yeah. Every single person. Because if I say one person isn't, then I'm opening up a pretty big world of negativity and like...
0: I think I've had to kind of do some rearranging in my mind in the opposite direction. uh Uh-huh. Like, uh, I am... Very, almost too willing to hang on to whatever the good is in, mm-hmm. in everyone, which is a positive quality that uh, like, I love sure. about myself, that mm-hmm. I'm able to see the good in everybody, but I think it's led to me hanging on oh, yeah. to people Absolutely. who I should have let go of. Sure. Because, uh, well, you can do it from a distance. Because you have this thing in your mind of, like, if you keep it in your mind of, like, some people are all bad and some yeah. people are good, then what that did for me was like, well, this person isn't all bad. Yeah. Right. So I
1: can't let go of them yes. because yeah. I can
0: see the good. So yeah. I have to hang on to the good in this person. Yeah.
1: But that becomes about you hanging on to exactly, you, not them. Hanging yeah. On to the, because then you you have to go like, oh yeah, I can't. Um, you can't keep putting all the energy into one place. Exactly. You know? And
0: what you said earlier about like the people who like have to be willing to help themselves, like people who want help. Those yeah. are the people who are
1: many people culpable. need help <laughs> right you know everybody yeah. needs help it's but not the everybody's going to be willing to
0: do the
1: work themselves and you can't keep putting and it's not about you know it's like no nobody can help me until i want to be helped yeah so i have to respect that and give dignity to that in another person yeah.
0: including yourself like uh you yeah if you aren't at a place where you are willing to be helped, you can't even help yourself.
1: No, not at all. I mean yes. it's the whole oxygen mask metaphor on a plane. Like you you have it's it's the checking in with yourself and seeing what your needs are yeah. in a moment. It's not selfish, but it's no. it's difficult. It's a it's such a thin margin sometimes until you start to see the margin and then you can widen it and widen it and widen it. And my margin is still very small mm-hmm. between what is selfish and what is self care. Yeah. You know? Um, it's
0: so hard to make that distinction, and uh, uh, also like going back to like people who have some good in mm-hmm. them, but maybe aren't worth hanging on to mm-hmm. for your own sake. Mm-hmm. Those people uh, will often give you a different idea of what is selfish. Like sure. somebody who's not in a healthy place themselves mm-hmm. will identify your self care <laughs> as being acts sure, of selfishness, they, yes, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's difficult to reframe that stuff in your own mind mm-hmm. and be able to be the one who's making the distinction between totally. this is selfish or this is self-care. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you're not any good to anyone around you. Like, even if your whole goal is to be of service to others sure. and help the people
1: around but you. But you can't be because you're selfishly yeah. doing the thing because you think it's the right thing to yeah, do. Yeah, you can't Instead do that. Instead of it... It's not that it comes organically, but it's... it. Sometimes the best thing you can do is nothing at all. Yeah. And, like, take a pause and check in with yourself. And... Because talking about these people that you're like there is good in there it's like it's not that's not what it's about yeah it's about a basic goodness in everyone it, everyone and if has that, that is the starting point then you have if if there is a basic goodness in everyone then that has to mean that there's a basic goodness in yourself yeah and so you have to check into that first and usually taking the time to check into that can allow you to give that other person space to go like there is a basic goodness in them it's not about, like, what's good in them and I can find it. And mm. you just go, like, and they've got to do their own thing. Yes. And I'm going to go do mine. And, like, who knows? And you know?
0: often, like, if if you're hanging on to somebody mm-hmm. so tightly, like, you aren't actually helping them. No, not at and all. And a lot of the time, the better thing for that person Absolutely. is for you to let go mm-hmm. uh, and let them do their own work and, and go on their own path. Because the whole
1: thing is very loose. Yeah. You know? And that,
0: like, we're all on different timelines. and sounds like we're all—I well, mean, there's like one timeline,
1: but it's not anyone's. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you, yeah. Know? yeah. Like, you know, like, no, but there's
1: there's one timeline, yeah. and none of us are in control of it. Exactly. You know? And when you start to allow that to come in and be like, you know what, I'm just going to live life on life's terms mm-hmm. because I can't control it. The only thing I can do is like show up, suit up, show up, see what's going to be. Because for me, the opposite of anxiety is, right now is curiosity. Yeah, oh, so, that's a really good cause, point. Because the hanging on to somebody and being like, I can do this and this is this, is, that's mm-hmm. anxiety. Yeah. That's like fear. It's a fear-based thing. And most of us, if not all of us, are, are operating in our like bad behaviors. Um, I'll just use that to encapsulate all of mm-hmm. the negative stuff that could be interpreted as evil or whatever. We're all operating out of fear. Yeah. you know? Whether it's somebody being homophobic or transphobic or racist or something. It is ultimately a fear. And the first level of that fear is, like, I'm afraid of somebody else. But truly, the fear, when you get down into it, is something you're afraid of inside of yourself. Yeah. And you probably don't know what it is.
0: And blame on others. Absolutely.
1: And, like, but there's also, I can't point my finger at somebody and be like, well, this is what makes you evil. Because you do these things that are all, like, objectively wrong. When I know that there are things that I've done in my life and thought in my life that are also objectively wrong. yeah, And I, that's not a pass on those belief systems. It's just knowing myself and believing in the basic good of everyone, which is underneath all that fear. It's not trumping it. I Mm -hmm. think that's uh, like a nuanced part of the conversation that you can't have on the internet. Because if you are trying to like have forgiveness for yourself and for other people, because that's what that is. Yeah. Uh, seeing the basic goodness in other people it feels like i'm saying well ignore that which is not what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i'm saying let's try to see the basic goodness goodness in everybody and be the basic goodness in everybody yeah but it's very thorny and difficult you know um because i i i can't just feel that way about one thing i have to feel about it about everybody and yeah, you have to apply it as a to everybody. It's scary yeah. to say that somebody that's transphobic that wants to make fun of me or wants me dead or my friend's dead or something like that is basically good. But yeah. it's true. If I want them to believe that I'm basically good, then I can't wait for them to see that. Yeah. I, you ha- You actually have to be the thing. That's the whole, that's yeah, the you whole change, mechanism. you change changed the
0: world with kindness. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And like, I... I I have carried because you carry that weight on your shoulders all the time from lived experience, Mm -hmm. you know, but that is the the anxiety versus curiosity. Like I would walk into situations because because in part of of things happening of like people being threatening to me because I've always been a sort of gender nonconforming person, not even by like as, as a child, you know, just not fitting into what some other person thought was right in a moment, you know. I don't mean like making very specific choices. I just mean like that person didn't like it. It made them feel weird so they put it on me. Mm-hmm. And so I had that experience and it it can be very scary because you don't, you know, people yell things at you or they make you feel uncomfortable because they're uncomfortable. And so like we were talking about there are these like defense mechanisms and so I would go, I, I have realized how, and it's been years that I've had to like realize this and unwind it and be gentle and all those things but like I I would go into every situation assuming it was going to happen. Re- like, ready for a fight. Like, holding up swords and stuff like that. Yeah. And then it did happen. Because I was a person going in angry with all this energy. Yeah. And people go like, yikes. And they react to that. You know? Um. And it still happens. Those things still happen. But now when they happen, I like more often than not greet it with a smile and people really don't know what to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They really don't. find
0: it very disarming. Yeah, yeah and it's when not you approach somebody who's like in a moment where they're being hateful
1: with Yeah, or they're they're not even they're yeah. they're not even being like in a public restroom, you know? What I've realized is they're not being hateful. They're just charged up and they don't know what to do. Yeah. Just like I might do some in another situation. It just so happens to be this thing. Which is scary, and you know, a lot of people are like, "But that's emotional labor on your part." And I'm like, "No, it's not. It's actually just being a person in the world." I'm not taking them aside and saying, "Let's sit down and have a conversation about gender."
0: Yeah, roles. That would be that's, different.
1: A, that's a totally different thing. It's literally just like, "No, nope, this is the bathroom I'm supposed to be in," or like, yeah. "Yep."
0: Also, talk, talking about it being, like, emotional labor, isn't mm-hmm. it also emotional labor to have to put the energy into responding to all of those instances with anger? Exactly. Right? That's, exactly. if anything, more exhausting. Yes, Tracy. Right? 100%. Than, that, just, than choosing to be, like, right. no, I'm going to acknowledge that, like, this is what's actually happening right now, and I have yeah. a choice in how I, in how I respond yeah. to
1: it. And sometimes the choice is even just, like, going, like, okay, and, like, walking out yeah. of the room because like we also feel like we have to win or like we have to do the Yeah, we love
0: to win. We
1: do. And we talk about winning a lot. Mm-hmm. And there's no there's no such thing. I was listening to something where um I just heard a different side of like it, it was somebody who had lost their legs uh, in in war, as, like a combat medic and was talking about, you know, not not being j- discharged, but cuz I don't know the all the terminology, but like anyway, um Talking about the other this other side of uh, Mattis, like when he was an active general, saying like, "Don't go back and take and transform this this anger and put it onto other people because they don't know what you've been through. Yeah. Use it use it as a, a tool to understand other people and 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 move through your like post traumatic and like I was really grateful to hear that about that guy, even though you know I have opinions, but yeah. like. I think that's a powerful thing, you know? And then the other conversation that I intended to bring up was um, that, like, war is inevitable. Yeah. And I don't believe that to be true. No. I think death is inevitable. Mm -hmm. But that's, like, on a human level. And, like, I think that war has been going on for a really long time. That does not mean that it's inevitable. No. It's
0: just that we have this very limited Mm -hmm. scope in what we
1: see in, sure. like,
0: our own history, even.
1: Absolutely. And we use that history to prove its inevitability. Yeah, and to
0: predict the future. Absolutely. Right? So to say, say, like, we well, it's always been happening,
1: in the past. so we'll, we'll keep the doing future. it. Exactly. And you could apply that to anything. And I bring that up because, like, is not that moment with another person bringing this, like, scary, threatening energy to me. War. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's, we're just talking about scale. And it's not know? inevitable. It's not inevitable. and It, it is just
0: happening exactly there's a, big difference, <laughs> there's a very, big, difference. big difference
1: even with like
0: talking about using the past to predict the future i think mm-hmm. we do that with ourselves too yeah like well i've spent my entire life having all of these negative emotions towards myself like not feeling worthy or mm-hmm. not feeling lovable or like living through anger and sure and Things like that, so you use that to like your brain extrapolates that data to be like we will always we be will always do this we will shit. always be this way, mm-hmm. um, and you don't realize how much agency you actually have. Oh yeah, and uh, it, like it's uh, it is a lot of effort to maintain good habits and things sure. like that, but the amount of effort easier. in the moment that it takes to change something is so much smaller than oh, you it's think. like so like small. spending five minutes to do the dishes, right? Yes. It's a, a way different scale than you mm-hmm. have it made out to be in your Absolutely. Own head. Absolutely.
1: I mean, I there was a moment I, I can recall it with clarity where right. I was sitting in my apartment in my living room. I'm I'm a person who I tend to pile things, you know, because I'm like that's things. my organization for future cleaning.
0: Yes. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> well this
1: pile of, and then this pile, you know and so I tend to move this pile to this but it's whatever. Yeah. And so I had a pile of stuff in the middle of my room my living room that i was like i'll get to it basically and i had been getting to it for like a two months yeah just staring at it and i was looking at it and like my house was i wouldn't say a mess but it wasn't kept up it wasn't clean it wasn't like a place that i would want to have somebody over or if i did have them over i would be instantly embarrassed and realize what and i was sitting there going like well but my parent this parent never cleaned the place and i was like she is 3,000 miles away. Yeah. Right she does not live here. Yeah. This is your house. What are you going to do with it? Mm-hmm. And then I started making changes like the dishes and stuff like that and try, and just implementing regularity because that is the reality. Like I can hold both those thoughts. We all can. That's the thing that we don't realize. We think that's the only thought. It's the, the history of it and, well, I didn't have this. Or, well, nobody taught me. It's like, Gotcha, man. But I'm also 37 years old. Yeah. You know? I can, so like job, I can teach myself how to do yeah, these things. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, 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 I am admitting that the thing is teachable because I'm saying nobody taught me yeah so you're admitting <laughs> that
0: yeah. it is a learnable behavior absolutely and presumably that doesn't need to be learned yeah. in childhood yeah. you can learn it in adulthood as well and it's
1: not blame to go like oh this is my responsibility now no. like I can either do it
0: or not no it's ownership it's, Not blame. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah and also just going like oh okay I just make a choice now great mm-hmm. okay got it
0: yeah um cleanliness and clutter and mm-hmm. stuff like that has always been a thing for me as well I'm also sure. like a pile person yep and uh, I remember having this moment maybe, like, a year ago where uh, I'd been, like, having friends over frequently, and my house was really clean because you never clean better than mm-hmm. when you're having people over. Mm-hmm. And then I went without having anybody over for a long time, and the house got messy again. And I started looking around, and I was like, oh, man, like, I, like, why is it that I'm only good if someone's watching? Sure, yeah. Right? And, then, like, looking around my room and being, being like, oh, I definitely couldn't have somebody over in the state that it's in right now. Like, why am I only good when I'm being supervised by somebody else? And then I had this moment of realization where I was like, but you're watching. Mm -hmm. You're here. Yep. Like, this is what you're showing to yourself. Yep. So I had to start kind of switching my mind to be like, Mm -hmm. work on impressing yourself. You have yourself over to your home every day. Every day. This is is where I live. And this is what I'm surrounding myself with. And I'm, like, you don't realize how much you're internalizing Mm -hmm. your environment, right? So things like making your bed Mm -hmm. and stuff are affirmations to yourself of, like, I'm worthy of having a clean space. I'm worthy Mm -hmm. of having a made bed. Like, I deserve (laughs) a good space to live in.
1: I'm worthy of putting these clothes away. I'm worthy of going through these clothes and getting rid of stuff I literally haven't worn in a year and a half. Yes. You know? Like, those things are... More important than you realize. Like, they yeah. don't they don't dictate your life, you know? Because I've, I've also known people that are almost, like, the opposite with cleanliness, you know? Where it's so clean, they're mm-hmm. paralyzed by the cleanliness, you know? So I try to just strike a balance between, like... Well, I
0: think it's just the, like, there is no one-size-fits-all nature no. to any of this, like, self-work stuff, mm-hmm. right? Where, yeah. like, uh, for example, like, the last episode uh, we had on a guest who was having a lot of trouble with... Uh, letting too many things roll off their back. Oh, they let sure. let too much go. Uh-huh. And they were talking about a previous episode where somebody else was learning to let things go yeah, instead right. of jumping on everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, it's all about it's an, an individual thing. Sure. You have to look at yourself and be checking in with yourself, like you said, yeah. so that you have some kind of awareness of, like, okay, where are my struggles, and then how do I adjust from there? And yeah. not, like... That's why I like. And also,
1: looking at the things you do well, yeah. yeah, it's really positive to you know, like, like I keep a, I, I write every morning. I have a calendar, like a paper calendar. I also put the things in my phone. Like I have multiple because I have been bad at scheduling before, but I'm also good at a bunch of other things that I can't think of right now. Yeah. But it's also good to remind yourself of all that stuff all the time. Exactly. You know,
0: I've been having this issue lately with like a. I don't know, it's the it's the winter and mm. like it's just kind of miserable outside sure. and so it's just bummer season like yep. where like I just feel like garbage and like I'm totally unmotivated and like maybe I'm slipping on some of the good things that I'm usually doing for myself uh just like in the last month or so. Sure. And uh so I've been hard on myself about it. Mm-hmm judging myself for letting things slide and letting things slip and, like, not keeping up with all these good habits all of the time and then uh, realizing, like, okay, just zoom out on the graph, okay? Mm -hmm. So, like, (laughs) if if maybe I'm, I'm dipping a little bit right now, but if I zoom out on the graph and I look to, like, Three, four years ago. Sure, yeah. I was in a very different place just not that long ago. Three, yeah. four years is not a long time. It's not a long time. And uh, I, so I'm looking around being like, oh, but look at all these things that I am maintaining mm-hmm. even now sure, in yeah. this down place that I wasn't able to maintain before.
1: Mm-hmm. And you uh, realize that down place is a lot higher than the old down place. Exactly.
0: Yeah, and that the the dips where I go down into the down place are shorter and sure. I'm able to get out of them more easily. Mm-hmm. But yeah, zooming out on the graph... That's yeah. a, been my big focus the last
1: sure. little bit. It's Which like, is difficult to realize. It's not the same as like using the past as a predictor. It's no, like, it's just different. looking at yeah, it's yeah, just, different.
0: just, just looking <laughs> at like you can see, you can measure the progress yeah, uh, much more easily when you're looking at all of the data. Oh yeah. And not, yeah, not just this small couple weeks sampling. Yeah, like maybe I'm not doing as good a job of things as I was three weeks ago, but sure, I'm but doing three a way ago. better job than three years ago. Yeah. Um, and so as long as I continue to do that then everything will be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it's like giving yourself a little bit of grace and oh yeah, like Room and space self, and, yeah. yeah, forgiving yourself. Yeah,
1: forgiving yourself, yeah. Absolutely. And, like
0: we're just human and it's okay. Yeah, cuz like, we're not yeah, good at this we stuff. We have all the to time. be
1: human and you're not going to be. Yeah. That's the thing. Like you have to accept that you're not going to be mm-hmm. and it's just like doing the best you can to the best of your ability. Yeah. And, like, you get these tools, and you look back, and you're like, if only I would have, and it's like, but you didn't. So, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. And that, like,
0: you the tools you have now are the tools you have now. Yeah, yeah.
1: right. <laughs> so, yeah. And you, you can, can very easily, now. like, pick up the wrong things again. Yeah. So, looking backwards like, morbid reflection is not going to get you anywhere. So no. just go, like, oh, okay, it's considerably better now. I know these things now. But it's on me to continue to do the work. Yeah, to to make daily choices to
0: set my life up to be a happier, more comfortable place tomorrow than Mm -hmm. it was today. Sometimes minute by
1: minute.
0: Sometimes minute by minute, yeah. (laughs) And then just keep doing that
1: over and over and over again. Because, I mean, sometimes the best choice is, like, laying down on the floor for five minutes, you know?
0: Yeah. I've been doing that a lot. I've been doing little 10-minute lie-downs because mm-hmm. I've been feeling so burnt out. and Sure. I have a tendency to over myself. Yeah. So if, I only, if I'm panicking about all of the things that I have to do and the places I have to be, and I'm looking at my schedule for the day, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I only have 10 free minutes in this uh-huh. whole day, then I'm like, okay, then do actually nothing for sure. those 10 minutes.
1: Do you um, find that you have a tendency to say yes to things without? All the time. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's that's what I learned is, that's what I'm learning now is, um, if you ever say to anybody, I'm going to check my schedule and I'll get back to you.
0: I, not as often as I should. And Try then, that one.
1: Yeah. The- I'm saying, because <laughs> I used to just say yes to everything and then go, oh, I'm sorry, I can't and cancel. Yeah. And then I noticed I did not like that when people did that to me. And I was like, oh, um, I'm going to stop doing that. Yeah. You know, not to say that that's what you're doing, but people really respond to it well and like we were saying in the earlier conversation people who don't respond to like hey i like what i do is i go gratitude first so i say thank you so much for asking me i'm this is really cool i appreciate it let me check my schedule and i'll get right back to you mm-hmm. and nine times out of 10 people are like great and then it's on me to actually check my schedule and yeah. and i do and then sometimes i'm like you know what I actually can't. Could you do Friday instead? Mm-hmm. And usually they can Yeah, my
0: <laughs> thing is I if I have time the time available, mm-hmm. I will assume that I will have the energy to do the thing. Sure. And that's my failing. It's like, well, oh yeah, assumptions get you nowhere. Exactly, right? You have to
1: really check in with yourself.
0: If I'm looking at like if somebody's like, "Hey, can you do this thing sure. at this time on Tuesday?" and I look and that 2-hour block of time mm-hmm doesn't have something written for it, then I will say yes.
1: But I have to slow down and really think about, like, transportation. Yeah. What am I doing before this? Yeah. What am I doing after this? How much energy am I going to have left for this day? And you got to think not just about yourself, but the other – like, how much do I respect this thing? Like, how much dignity do I want to give this thing? And, like, how am I going to be able to show up to it? And, like, mm, probably not good. If I'm I'm giving an hour activity – two hours it's not enough time yeah you know it just really isn't
0: what i have to do is i'll uh, go into my calendar look mm-hmm. ahead for free chunks of time and then block them out oh yeah of like do no things yeah yeah like you're not that's and a great way to protect
1: future tracy
0: be really
1: hard <laughs> on it
0: being like you are doing this for future tracy yeah. absolutely under no circumstances are
1: you right? allowed
0: to do any things on yeah. this day
1: I used to, like, pack a day full that was the day that I, like, the day after I got back from a lot of travel. Yeah. I would be like, yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course. And then I, the day would get there and I'd be like, I feel like shit. And then I'd have to cancel a million things. Mm -hmm. And, like, it just isn't, that's not a great way to do business? No, it's not that a great so way to have relationships? In the
0: first place, yeah. yeah, or
1: say, like, you know, I'm and, and tell people the truth. Say, like, you know, I'm flying back pretty late the ne- the day before that, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm a little worried about, do you have any other times available? You know, right. like, somebody asked me to do a podcast, like, very, it was, like, the day before, or maybe even the day of, like, hey, can you do this podcast at this t-? I mean, I spent a moment in gratitude that they gave me all the information, like, mm-hmm. what part of town it was in, what time, and it's this... Thing. And I was like, that's cool, they said all the things And I was like, you know I would love to, but I can't I can't tonight, but I would love to do it in the future And they're like, oh, okay And like, I don't know what their tone was I was yeah. inferring one But it was also like, you know If somebody's upset with me, because I can't do something in the last minute, then that is much more On them than it is on me Yes, you know?
0: and uh, like uh, We were talking just a tiny bit about the four agreements Like, mm-hmm. if you're being impeccable with your word If you're just being straightforward yeah. and honest Yep then you have done all you can, and you are oh, yeah. not charge of the other person's yeah.
1: response. No, you can't get over the fence, which I love to do, and like try to manage and maintain yeah. and, and people please. And again, it's like, who do I? Th- I'm pleasing myself. Yeah. I'm trying to get a reaction from somebody else that I want that's going to be acceptable to me, and that is not how the world works. No, it's just not. I know? think
0: we have this feeling that we owe people better excuses than sure. we actually do as well. Right. That like no a, excuses. An excuse like hey, I can't do this thing because I'm not going to have the energy to be able to do that thing, right. that's valid, Yeah, and that's enough. And, and sometimes it, you don't have to have a, oh, I that's just can't because you. I'm doing a different thing. Yeah, You don't need that. It can mm-hmm. just be that. And I feel like we all learn from each other, right? Like we behave the way that we're taught to behave sure, by yeah. the people that we're surrounded by. So I feel like if you model healthy behavior mm-hmm. – the people around you get healthier because they start yeah. picking up on those 100%. things. So if you... But you can't
1: make them do it. No, you can't.
0: Yeah. But uh, if you are honest yeah. with things like, hey, like, I'm burnt out, I can't mm-hmm. do this thing, then people are going to learn to accept mm-hmm. that that is a valid sure. reason to not yeah. do a thing.
1: And sometimes <laughs> you learn, like, hey, I'm burnt out, I'm too tired, is just for you. Yeah. And then for them, you have a different... It's not an excuse... But it's just like sometimes I think it's it's also difficult for us to understand. Like honesty is the same. Like we were talking about with vulnerability, you don't have to tell everybody everything. All no, the time. you don't owe them. Everything. It's it's not yeah. like I'm going to tell you every single reason why this doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. It's actually going like if how would I want what kind of an answer would I want? And then I just write an email to myself. Yeah, but it's to another person, and I'm just like you know I would love to do it, but I don't think it's going to work mm-hmm. that day. That's the truth. Yeah. It's the truth. You're not, there's not, you're not saying, well, I've got to go to the dentist when you don't need to go to the dentist. Like, you're saying, like, it's not going to work out that day mm-hmm. for me.
0: Because also if it, you feel like you owe them all of the details mm-hmm. of why you can't do something, then what you're telling yourself is me saying no isn't enough. Yeah, no is a complete answer. No is a complete answer. Mm-hmm. That's a full sentence. It's like, full you thing. can just say no
1: to something. You can just <laughs> say enough. no. You yeah. can say no to drugs. You can say no to whatever. Exactly. <laughs> but, like, honestly, when if I ask somebody to do something and they give me, I mean, I've had people, you know, I've I've crafted things to be like, hey, this made me, you know, whatever, to have a, a discussion that's very, to the point, succinct, honest, open communication. And then I get, like, three paragraphs back. I'm like, this is not, I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I also a don't get to tell somebody what to do, but it's just like, okay, I don't like that, so I'm not gonna do that to other people. I'm yeah. gonna catch myself when I start writing out this whole like screed of Y, X, Y, and Z. And it's like, okay, how can I just move forward with it? Mm-hmm. You know?
0: That's another benefit of checking in with yourself, is like checking in with yourself to realize the things that you find Yeah. Like <laughs> they just they, they don't
1: they maybe they don't sit with you well. Yeah.
0: And then it's, don't put those things on other yeah. people because you've checked in with yourself and
1: realized this is yeah. not a thing
0: that I enjoy being put through, so I'm not going to put somebody else yeah. through that thing.
1: And it doesn't make me better then, it just makes me better. Yeah. Period. Like, I'm just just, just better than I was before when yeah. I was still doing that, <laughs> you know, not like just, like, opening, you know, and, and also, like, man, we don't need to respond to any of this shit right away. Yeah. We feel we all feel like, you know, the communication is sped up so quickly we feel this urge. I haven't had, like, vibrations on my phone in probably four years. Yeah. Like, I just don't, which, you know, sometimes has a, a, a that that is, like, was, like, my first form of self-care, was, like, to turn that off. And occasionally I have sounds on. Like, yeah. now I am, like, I, I get to decide, I decide when I'm going to be notified of something. Yeah. And it's usually, like, oh, I'm waiting for somebody to get back to me. Like, we're in the middle of texting, and we're going to, we're trying to make plans And I need to do other things. I don't want to sit on my phone right now. Mm -hmm. So I turn my sound on and I go do the things I'm supposed to do. And then I hear them text and I go, okay, I'm going to check that in a second. Or Mm -hmm. I'm going to check it right now. Instead of the phone dictating to me, like, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, you know.
0: All day. It's like like having somebody tapping you on the shoulder all day long. And we, yeah, like you said, like we don't need to be immediately reachable to everyone all of the time. No.
1: No, yeah, <laughs> we're not doctors. No, like most of us exactly. There are not, we're some not... <laughs> doctors listening, probably. But like, I feel like even doctors are probably like, yeah, I can take five minutes with this, yeah. you know. And like, how are it's how are, how you're showing up. If you're reacting to things instead of responding to them, mm-hmm. it's a very big difference.
0: I make it a habit of not responding to anything first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. That like, uh, my phone is my alarm, so I'll see yeah. that there are notifications when I wake up. But I won't open any messages or acknowledge anything that's happening on my phone for the first, like, 30 minutes to an hour that I'm awake. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because also, like, even for the person on the other end of that, I'm not my best self the first 30 minutes to an hour that I'm awake. Yeah. Uh, So you'll get a better response from me if I wait
1: a little while. Yeah. There's, like, a work day happening, you know? Exactly. I uh, I would really like to not use my phone as an alarm, but I do like to use meditations to go to sleep, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm trying to figure out how to get around that. But I, something else that I, I do is I have uh, Do Not Disturb on. So even yeah. when I do wake up, I don't see the notifications until I get into the phone mm-hmm. um, because I, I try to spend at least the first, like, 90 minutes not on my phone. Yeah.
0: I've been, uh, the, this is to put a silver lining on my dog but me can be up all the time. She makes a much better alarm
1: than my phone oh, sure. ever yeah, Right, yeah, absolutely. Being woken up by like Natural a tiny alarm. furry creature yeah. is yeah, it's a, much, a little living friend. much better. Yeah,
0: it's a lot better than this so blue take light. At where we're out on time. Yeah. We're almost out of time. So, great. So uh, we end by me giving the guest a genuine compliment. <laughs> oh, thanks.
1: Great. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it.
0: Um, so I'm a huge fan of your comedy. Oh, that's
1: really nice. Thank you. I
0: like it was such a joy to watch you last night, and nice. that, like I'm so happy that I got to be there for both shows.
1: Yeah, it was really great to have you there. As well. It was
0: uh, so much fun to watch you work, and the crowds were so different. Sure. And,
1: uh, to different from each other? Or different, different from each
0: other. Got it. And uh, different energies, mm-hmm. and uh, like it was... Uh, I learned so much from watching you with both crowds. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, Obviously, like, I think you're hilarious. You're so talented. very nice. Thinking. And uh, my, my, I think my favorite thing about last night was the second show, uh, maybe like halfway through, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a little earlier, you started getting everyone's most embarrassing laughs, <laughs> which I appreciated so sure. much. Like, yeah. the laughs that, when you make, when you involuntarily they, make this you response really you're like oh no that was really <laughs> embarrassing but they were happening it was the whole crowd oh, that's great. everyone that i could hear making all of their most embarrassing laughs all <laughs> at the same time like <laughs> when you get somebody into like a fit of giggles sure. and they they yeah. are not in control of the sounds that
1: they're yeah, making. Yeah, I call that the anymore. slumber party laugh. Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you
0: had everybody in their slumber party laughs. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, yeah, it was so impressive. Oh, thanks,
1: Tracy. That's really nice.
0: I think also from, like, a human level, like, mm-hmm. I know
1: we are just
0: getting to know each other sure. right now. Yeah. Um, but there's a kindness that comes off of you that's very palpable. Oh,
1: that's nice. Like, that's from,
0: nice. Uh, I saw you for the very first time, I think, like, a couple years ago at JFL 42. Sure. And uh, you were hosting a podcast. And uh, I think you mm. had mentioned that, like, you just flown in. Like, sure. I think you literally just landed. <laughs> and we're probably exhausted. And there, even then, even in the, like, the human needs are not being met, the, like, you're tired, you've just traveled. <laughs> yeah. There, You had such empathy and kindness and such, like, a gentle spirit on stage, even then. And, mm. uh, like, I yeah just totally thank fell you. in love with
1: you that's really nice yeah thanks so much tracy you're welcome that makes me feel really good thank, thank you. you for being here yeah thanks for having me and thanks for doing this work i think it's really important you know there's like there's a lot of podcasts out there and it's hard to feel like it's hard to feel you know when you're yeah. you're like i don't know who i'm talking to and most of the time it's you you're talking to yourself <laughs> you know but i think it's i think it's important to try, you yeah. know, it's just curiosity rather than anxiety, and I, I appreciate what you're doing, and like your kindness is palpable too. I really appreciated Thanks having too. you there last night; is very helpful and nice and fun and it was a great night and you figured out how to close that goddamn vent. It <laughs> just like pumps cold air right in and like It's the coldest green room in the world. It's so cold. Yeah. And, like it's also I like I have so many coats I can totally deal with it. But yeah. you know, like it was open on Thursday and I immediately like I could feel it on my neck and I was like, Oh, it's cold in here and I went, yeah. Oh right, it's that. Yeah. And I had a memory <laughs> of trying to ask somebody to close and they're like, sorry, can't and then so you changing it was like (laughs) Some really great time travel, you know. So I really appreciate it.
0: I'm glad you appreciate it.
1: Oh, so much. So much. Temperature is very important.